A person who thinks all the time has nothing to think about except thought. So, he loses touch with reality and lives in a world of illusion. Welcome back, St. Louis. Let's get your mind right with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. This is Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU. I'm not saying that thinking is bad. Like everything else, it's useful in moderation. And all so-called civilized peoples have increasingly become crazy and self-destructive. Through excessive thinking, they have lost touch with reality. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That was Alan Watts bringing us back on one of those smooth Seth rejoins. Uh, looks like we just lost the live feed on Facebook, but uh, follow along if you're on YouTube. Uh, kick on over. Let your friends know on Facebook that it's there. We're going to go back up live here shortly. Steve's all over it. Steve is all over I'm it. All over it, Craig. Last hour on the Tower Classic Tattooing and Parlor STL phone lines, we had Todd Siegel come in, give a little live reading to Jen. I got to thank him for finding a lost bag uh, that we talked about months ago. Um it was fun. He's always a, he's always a good time to have in here. Uh, it always leads to a, to a lot of laughs, a lot of fun conversation. I think uh, this hour we're gonna we're gonna dive in, down into the rabbit hole a little bit. We're gonna do our or what we used to call the roundtable. We're gonna dive down into that rabbit hole. We're gonna talk about some things that are going on in the news. Uh, we had a um, we had a big uh, commercial that was denied by CBS uh, for the Super Bowl. We're gonna talk about that a little bit. Um, recapping a little bit, just. What we went through over the past week, talking about uh, what we are, what we are um, really passionate what about are we, around here. Craig, what tell we're us, really passionate tell us about, about it, baby. Here. We talk about. Um, I think we're the only terrestrial radio show in the area that is uh, making bringing cannabis news and psychedelic news to the forefront. This is what once was a taboo subject. We're really trying to bring some normalcy to it. Make it a part of the American lexicon. Uh, make it a part of the American pharmacopoeia. Right. Like we, we believe we've seen that these things uh, can be used as medicine. And so uh, we just want to have a, an adult conversation about uh, some things that are, you know, maybe perceived as a little weird because of a, a, a lot of fear mongering, a lot of uh, misinformation and also a lot of um, abuse of, of it in, in, on a party scene and things like that. We're finding that the more structure that you can give this um, these mind expanding Entheogens, plant medicines um, can really change people's lives for the better and eliminate a ton of pharmaceuticals that are basically prescribed to fix the, the side effects of other of previously prescribed medicines. And, and you see uh, cannabis and, and these plant medicines, they, they take it away over time. And, and the, the plant medicines more so help you kind of process things mentally, spiritually, really dive deep, get some introspection. Um, and then the cannabis just for pain relief and, you know, sleep deprivation and, and all of the above. We, we move the camera, Seth. Would yeah, you like us to, we can bring oh, it back. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I just, uh, no, in the movie from Shock to Awe, I mean, seeing how the, the uh, cannabis can be used as, uh, I forget the analogy, oh, the, the green lens. You're seeing through a foggy window, a foggy pair of glasses, and the cannabis can kind of put a green lens and make things bearable. But it's not really attacking that root cause. And it's something that you're always going to need, you know, when they were talking about these entheogens and MDMA. I mean, the one girl, I mean, her MDMA experience was unbelievable. 
real, pretty powerful, and not not typical results in the sense that they even say that she, you know like and, and that was something I really appreciated about it. They're very careful in this movie to not to not say that this is a a, a one time fix type yeah. thing. Um, it's not a fix all. It's 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 one of those things that that might help you see some answers, but you're still going to have to put some put a plan to action. You know, um, but it it can kind of help block out a lot of that stuff that's really been keeping you from from being able to accomplish the, just even the small things that you want to accomplish. Um, it just has a way of kind of deconstructing all the clutter in the brain, I think. And and they're very careful about uh, not not making this out to be some kind of um, you know. Uh, yeah, magic pill. It's not. A, yeah. there's, there's not a magic answer, but you might see some very is. magical. <laughs> you can see some very magical things under the influence of this medicine that may, in turn, change your change your outlook it on life. Is one man, I can't believe that I have not been uh, angry. I haven't paid any attention to the NFL in a while. I was like, whatever, man. Who's in the Super Bowl? I don't know. I know everyone was upset about that pass interference call, and wow, 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 that was seriously one of the worst calls. That was I've the single worst seen. call. I, I, that beats the Packers Seahawks from a couple years ago. Like, is it a, the, was it a touchdown kind of thing? I don't even but, remember. And, and that he straight up laid the guy out helmet, helmet to helmet. Helmet to helmet. There's like before. three things illegal about that. He just walked away like, man, I didn't yeah. see anything. And I asked Craig because I've never it's played. Football, it happens. I've never played the sport. Um, so I've played other other sports, and I know uh, the the referee from uh, basketball Lacrosse. was saying uh, when that guy came out, uh, I forget his name, Delaney or something like that. Oh, the one that wrote the, the, wrote wrote the, the tell-all. He was yeah. in with the mafia and had all these games. Shaving he points. Penalties. He figured out how to call a game so he could get the points to kind of structure for his best interest and his, uh, you know, his pal's best interest. Yeah. So I asked Craig, I was like, how easy would it be to kind of call a, a penalty, uh, throw a flag on every player, you know? Because the NFL is rigged. I'm sorry. It is. It's oh, yeah. totally rigged. And yeah, they, they, so. they blatantly did it now. They just blatantly came well, out and yeah. said, we don't care. Okay, yeah, so, no, it's, it's, it's cool. Because then they're like, we're gonna, there's a statute in the rules that says they can, they can come back and it'll be New Orleans versus Kansas City. And that's how they'll, they'll play the game. That what, What's going on? I hate the NFL. And I hate them even more now because of this cannabis ad. Well, yeah. I think we're going. I, to, I think we're heading to the rabbit hole here, aren't we? Let's go to the rabbit hole. Rabbit I think we're going to need some music for this, Steve. Steve filling in for integrity tonight. Steve in the building. Steve in the building. Yeah. Around, Steve. <laughs> yeah. So, in the rabbit hole this yeah. week, Acreage Holdings, which is uh, one of the the the, the large. Uh, cannabis conglomerates, right? One of the big players in the game. You're going to hear a lot of uh, of uh, nay- naysayers, I guess. A lot, a lot of people that were um, very much participating in the black market, providing medicine for people even when it wasn't legal. They got a bitter taste in their mouth when a, a large company like Acreage Holdings enters the market, um, and they put people like John Boehner, former Speaker of the House, on the board. Um, they see it very Spelled hypocritical, boner. especially when a lot of these people have done ha- have lost have lost so much of their lives, their time their possessions, um, had their families broken apart by draconian drug laws, you know. Um, so I, I understand where everybody's coming from. The, but that's the worst you can imagine. You can't understand that until that's happened to you. A, a, mil- a million percent. There you go. That's the million percent tribe. <laughs> uh, but also understand that as, as advocates and as uh, people that are speaking for the efficacy of cannabis as a medicine... Lord. I just want to see how many times I can do this. Uh, 
it's important that we have in the biggest ad space, the most expensive ad space, you're talking about $5.5 million for 30 seconds. Um, it's important that we do make cannabis a part of the regular conversation. You'll see 100 pharmaceutical ads, 55 beer ads, or, or flip those numbers. Either way, you're going to see all kinds of things that people can imbibe to make themselves feel differently. And I want you to keep in mind that the ad that Acreage Holdings put together to run during the Super Bowl that CBS rejected – doesn't even necessarily push anybody's product. It's just oh. kind of a PSA. Do we have the sound? Yeah, I believe we had that. Uh, Do we have the sound? Let's that, hear the sound yeah. of that commercial real quick. We got the commercial queued up here. I mean, you can just play both. No, no, just, just play the commercial. I think there's a little... Austin yeah. would have dozens to hundreds of seizures every single day. None of the prescriptions would work. One pill almost killed our son. I've had three back surgeries, and I was on opioids for 15 years. It was a very dark, very depressive time in my life. After my injury, I felt like I couldn't live with the pain, but I couldn't live with this treatment long term. It was unbearable. I don't have to live like that anymore. Medical cannabis saved Austin's life. Cannabis has given me my life back. There are families in other states having to watch their children die. I want to see my brothers and sisters who sacrificed so much for this country have access to the safest treatment possible. This really is an injustice. It's not just unfair, it's cruel. It is complete and 100% BS that CBS, we should, I mean, I'm out. CBS to turn I'm that out. down. I'm out. Um, yeah. uh, NFL. I've already been out. I'm out because we're the great consumers. Craig and I. We've been around it. We've seen the moms who are dealing with their sick kids at the cannabis conference, taking them around from speaker to speaker, having trying to do whatever they can to save their child's life. People trying to save their own lives. It, it's it's a travesty that we're not getting this in front of the most amount of people, like you were saying. It is unbelievable. It's infuriating when you start hearing stories like that. When when you hear the veterans talking, we've been around the veterans, like they're not going to allow, they're going to allow the, the war. They're going to say, hey, here, you're, you're safe enough. It's The war's safe. You're good. You're good to go. Here, we'll help you out. But when you come home, sorry, weed's not safe enough for you, bud. Sorry, man. Here's, here's some pills. Here's some opiates we're hearing stories every day of people getting better off this what more do we have to do and i am i'm i'm there i am pissed off about how people like john boehner and god knows even what he said beforehand but all these rich people being like oh yeah guess what i was in private prisons and now i'm in uh cannabis guess what guess what there's no time to worry about those people zero time i am pissed off at those people as anybody else but guess what that does us no good like you were saying because crates had a talk with me before you're never going to get anywhere fighting those powers that be you can fight the system and from within uh but you can also just keep putting one foot in front of the other and get people medicine that's the point blank period when people are bickering in the missouri market and they're saying i was there first amendment two i was there i helped first and now this guy wants a piece this guy wants a piece he lived in colorado for five years and now he wants to come back all that is trash. Throw all that out the window because right now people need medicine. Yeah. And that is the only thing that matters. Not money for the Super Bowl, not these stupid teams, not all. Like you said, there's going to be pharmaceutical commercials. Guess what, there's baby? Be- it's 2019. I don't need CBS to tell me what I need to buy during the Super Bowl. Exactly. I've got a million different mediums that I can consume this information. You want to talk about beating the man? Beating the man by 
by leveraging the man. These people have the money to throw $5.5 million at a commercial that says it's a travesty, that cannabis can't be used as a medicine. They're absolutely right. Guess what? 70% my ally, 50% my ally doesn't necessarily make you my enemy. We can pull in the same direction for this one thing. You want to put you want to make this a part of the of the ethos of Amer- of, the, of the American pharmacopoeia once again like if you want to make this a medicine that's actually recognized guess what it needs to air whenever a Bud Light commercial airs yeah. it needs to air whenever a, 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 a OxyContin commercial yeah. air, air. play it out what are you going to do fight these guys and say no you're not going to do that I'm going to you guys are all wanting the same thing at the end of it we all want the same thing and guess what if we don't like Acreage Holdings don't buy their stuff that's right we're the consumers just baby. leverage hey just leverage their leverage their marketing dollars because because mom and pop herbalists don't have five and a half million dollars to throw at a national tv exactly. commercial exactly so you know what guess what who's fisk is going to throw the throw the ad out there cbs doesn't want to show it great guess what every week on friday nights we talk about cannabis and how it's helping regular people every single day we're at the vfw with project 422 we're talking to these these oldest older generation that really has been taught that it's just this terrible thing right um and all of a sudden they're curious they're seeing the kids they're seeing the videos of kids getting healed and people really combating their their cancer with it and, and, and reversing the cancer symptoms and everything. MS. And, the, and, it, and when we it, talk to them and we say, hey, uh, Mr. 75-year-old man who has some pains and everything that doesn't really have any, what is it that you would want to learn about it if, if you're cool with it? He's like, how? I, th- I think we just want to know how to use it. How do I do it? So for everybody that's in the cannabis movement, that this is such a regular part of your life that you just assume people know, understand that there is a slew of potential patients that are looking for the most basic information. And if you're above uh, a, a large company, just putting it out there to where a regular person that doesn't have any frame of reference here might all of a sudden come to the movement and, and, and be at the very least empathetic about people that are sick that cannabis is helping, then you just go with that, homie. Don't buy your product from there. That's yep, great. Yep, yep. That's great. And, and we aren't even there yet. When, you know what? When it's federally uh, uh, decriminalized, when we're at a when we're at a point where only states are handling it, and and fifty states, then we, you can start uh, with your territorial battles. But right now, we got work to do. There's patients that need the medicine. Let's quit messing around. I know it's unbelievable. It's, it reminds me of the story, like from Oregon. I keep seeing stories. What is Oregon gonna do with all their extra cannabis? They've got over a ton. Help. They've got over a ton. <laughs> Three times what they said. The, all the people give men, it to women, the VA. You can give it to do a cancer. So much. it's still a Schedule One, Seth. So you really can't Did even give it to the to the doctors to even study. You know, listening to I posted today, uh, former mayor of New York Bloomberg. Yeah, I believe is a Democrat. He is. Yeah, said to it, legalizing marijuana is the stupidest thing anybody's done. If people are ODing on narcotics. Why would you legalize another one? It's like listening to somebody 20 years ago. It's like, dude, you got a lot of catching up to you to do. If he listened to this show, his head would spin. It's like, oh, you yeah. have, we, you're, you're still on board with you can die from it. Like, I'm, I, do, I, I don't is all, all the shows you watch black and white, like, are you really and, and, that out of, do you know what the internet is? It could be as you bad know the as inter- the H. I looked sure. on the internet machine. Marijuana? You ever try that? It's a mix. Ooh, it's great. <laughs> They're our newest sponsor. What, what else was? Uh, can you can you go it? back and say you're just joking real quick for my? Uh, just joking. <laughs> I like Craig had to do it. I just have to joking. work here. Craig had to do I it. Just, just joking. Kidding. Um, no, there's a we lot. We don't really want you to do heroin. There were so many good cannabis stories. Massachusetts rakes in twenty four million dollars in its first two months of legal cannabis. We're taking that money out of the black market's hands. One thing, and and. 
you know, going back to the business side of things and how, you know, I get it, man. Like, I am an idealist. Like, hanging out with Craig has helped me so much because he's like, hey, you petulant child. Okay, put your dreams away. Your dreams are trash. Okay, get real and start doing some actual work, which, you know, it's, you know. Six of one, half a dozen. I'm, I'm a dream killer now. Um, yeah, exactly. And, and you've, you've helped me out with that so much um, that, you know, with the, with the whole cannabis game in the business, I want to see it maybe go to, because, I mean, a lot of the people I first started smoking with, obviously, they were businessmen, right? And I always hold a torch to the old cannabis dealers. Like, for real. They, they held the torch for us for so long. I love you. I love you. I think there should be a statue dedicated to just like just like, the, like the Tomb dude. of the Unknown Soldier. Yeah, it's like the Tomb of the Unknown Dealer. The... I just like, hey man, I kept the torch live. He's got shrooms in one hand and a bag of weed in the other. There's <laughs> a statue. You go there to pay a little homage to him every once in a while. Flip a quarter in the fountain. But maybe we can get a little bit more uh, moral capitalistic if we can um, with, because weed was such like a gifting society almost. Do you remember that? Was that with you and your friends? Like yeah. Hey, I'll give you a little extra or like sure. Because it was this black market deal, sure. you know, and you knew your guy was making good money, whatever, it didn't matter for my friend. You never want to do it alone. Like you know, if you're yes. gonna go meet up with them. Yes, it, yeah, man, it's a whole like community type deal. Yeah. So it is weird seeing the community kind of shatter a little bit. Yes. Yeah. And the business greed come out and say, Listen, there's gonna be plenty to go around, okay? Like there is. And and I'm I'm in favor of growing your own. So sorry, business people. Like well, I wish everyone would just grow and- their own. Yeah, I mean, I feel like um, that's just that's kind of a, a really good uh, summary of of cannabis in general. It has affected so many different cultures in a positive way that there's still some cultural differences and some cliques that ne- don't necessarily get along, but they have this common bond in this plant. Something Hamilton Souther talks about. Yeah, it was talks unreal. about with this with the different the plant best. medicine ceremonies. Like I never used cannabis, and then after doing dieta with all these different sacred plant medicines in the jungle, I came back and used that same approach with cannabis and. I realized that this was the thing that connected all of these cultures all over the globe. That's why it's it, like removing the, the the stigma around psilocybin in Denver is going to be a much tougher task than removing cannabis because a lot more people just kind of have um, they know a person. There's there's fewer degrees of separation, um, at least that they know of because they already know a person mm. that's that knows the the, the good effects of oh, sure. of of other plant medicines, but. You know, like it, it's easier. It's an easier sell. You, you show kids. You, you get them with the kids. Yeah. You get them with the kids season, and all of a sudden they're like, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah, get them with the people play. with cancer. Okay. That's a big play. Well, it's hard to see mental illness, and that's yeah. so that makes it very tough to like. The, the, it makes the the psilocybin um, uh, persuasion that much tougher because I, it, it a lot of times it's healing things that people don't see. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a huge deal. And psilocybin, I feel like on the flip side, maybe it hasn't been rammed down people's throat that it is the devil's lettuce and it will ru- ruin your it life. It's one of those things that kind of flew under the radar. Yeah. And it's not magic mushrooms. And I don't know if many of the people who are like, I would never vote for magic mushrooms a day in my life. If you went and said, hey, there's this stuff, psilocybin, it can help people who are on their deathbeds. It helps them become one with everything around them and lets them make that passage a little bit easier. They're like, oh, yeah, that's psilocybin stuff. I like that. Yeah, go ahead and legalize that. Like, that's mushrooms, buddy. (laughs) I just did something you didn't want to do. Burn. Was there uh, anything else in the rabbit hole? I think we do got one more thing before we are up against it. All right. 
So here, I want to ask you guys a quick question, but first I'm going to read this. Three British teens, two 14-year-olds, and one 13-year-old have proposed an idea for a new type of condom that could detect sexually transmitted diseases amongst intimate partners. Uh, This is like a four-year-old post but somebody shared it today and i wanted to discuss it with you guys there would be an there would be antibodies on the condom that would interact with the antigens of the std sorry my contacts are crazy causing the condom to change colors depending on the disease for instance if the condom were exposed to chlamydia it might glow green or something like that all right so uh, the idea however is not without it's imperfections. It seems unclear whether the STIs would be detected in just the user's partner or also the user as well. So you might learn something about yourself. My question is, like, well, obviously not now, but go back a few years when you were more like me. Would, <laughs> <laughs> assuming you uh, used protection back then, would you? Would I use them? Yeah. Oh, I think that that's... Uh... I yeah. got mixed feelings. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Are are, are you saying that uh, it might ruin a, a, an otherwise good time that you? That's why I'm wearing the condom because I want to be safer. I'm not going to ask like, well, should I worry you about? You guys anything? use condoms? Oh you yeah, guys are idiots, dude. St. Louis is <laughs> no. out of here. Idiot. Yeah, I think St. Louis is crawling way with some friggin' three. Uh, yeah, I'd like to think that I would. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so the- okay, you put this condom on. It's beige. You put it in once and you stick it out like a dipstick, and you're like, "Oh, it's green. Better not." Yeah, go back green means in there. go. Green means go. Green, green means go. Scary. Like, maybe green they're thinking like, scary, bro. Finish up the night well, knowing that you have like a condom a- on, and maybe like at least you know. Maybe you want to get tested. I don't know. I think it'd be awkward and. I mean, yeah, I, think I don't want to know. If the technology there, protection. I think that you could do it like a traffic light system, where <laughs> if you put it in and it came out green, you were in the clear. Yeah. Yellow. Tread carefully. Red, you gotta, you gotta go. You gotta, you gotta get out of here. Grab your stuff it's and the just hiv. walk out. Red's the hiv. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think I would wear them. I think that makes. Yeah, I think I would. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. No, I'd wear one. I'd be too head. scared. I'd like to rub it on just like things in like in our subway system. Oh wait, we don't have one of those. But like oh. rub it on the Metrolink just oh, to see God, if it, that would be horrifying. <laughs> syphilis, it's a rainbow. It's a rainbow. Oh, color. That would be horrifying. <laughs> I would never go in public again. Yeah, I just one wear... in three people in St. Louis have chlamydia. <laughs> that's, that's did you not like? It's one in two. I forgot the the amount of people that have herpes that will never actually know herpesyphilitis. But oh, uh, it's like, a huge number. Oh. Yeah, I mean it's like eighty like percent or something guys, like that. Guys, we got a great quote from the uh, from the Facebook Live here. Bobby Joe says, "Hello, medical cannabis has made my father go from taking over twenty pills a day to two to three pills a day. Love, love, love." That's what we're talking about. What about condoms? Is anybody about uh, <laughs> just so we got a lot of chlamydia swimming around St. Louis? That's Jen, Jen says she never wears condoms. Doesn't like the feeling. That's my baby right there. <laughs> You gotta go. Tro- you gotta go. Trojan bear skin. On that note, let's <laughs> go to commercial so that we can, uh, uh, so that we can honor uh, our sponsors that signed on to, well, I know. They, they to the condom talk here on Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU. Let's catch you on the other side of the break. Hoosier Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin is convicted LSD kingpin to best-selling author Seth Ferranti. I was in prison. I was really writing for my peers. You know, I wasn't writing for the street. I was with like Italian mafia dudes. I was with like Colombian cocaine cartel dudes, and you know. All those dudes, there were books about that, guys. But yeah. a lot of the African-American gangsters, gangster rap was really big in this time, mid-90s. Oh, yeah. You just heard their names, and everybody was talking about them. And, you know, I'm on these compounds, and there's these myths and legends. So that's why I decided to write about them. Who's your sophisticate? Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m. on WGNU. 
Listen, insurance is not something you want to gamble on. Now, what my associate's trying to say is that uh, James Carlton State Farm is really cool. You're not even going to believe it. Like, uh, let's say you're driving along on the road with your family, and you're driving along, la la, patch of ice, er, can't quite stop, boom, you bump into the guy next to you. James Carlton's got somebody out there ready to take care of you 24-7. You call him at 314-961-4800. Now, here's what happens with the other guy's insurance. You're driving along, kids are in the backseat, Daddy, I gotta go to the bathroom. Not now, damn it. Ice. You can't stop. Here comes the adjuster. Adjuster gets out. He says, oh, my God. New guy's in the corner puking his guts out. All because you want to save a couple extra pennies. To me, it just doesn't make much sense. Guys, check out carltoninsurance.net, 314-961-4800. If your insurance is costing you a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. know what that sound is that's rufus the roofing dog from lifetime roofing and renovation they're former insurance adjusters they will fly a drone over your house to check to see if you've had any hail damage heck they'll get up there and tell you themselves they have an office in webster groves and they're looking to help you out lifetime roofing and renovation 314-800-0426 give them a call find them online at lifetimestl.com Hi, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, It had this phone number on it, and, well, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, and I'd be happy to drop it off. We'd do anything for kids, yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger near you. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. There are a few things I miss more about being a kid than hitting up the arcade with a sack of quarters. Now enjoy that same experience as an adult, but with the full bar at Parlor STL in the Grove. A classic neighborhood bar and arcade featuring 14 of your favorite old school arcade games, plus pinball, skee-ball, and pool. Stay fly and step out back for some fried chicken from the Nug Shack. Games, food, an insane cocktail menu, and a dynamic patio. This place has everything. Parlor located at 4170 Manchester in the Grove. Plan your next event or party at Parlor. Visit ParlorSTL.com. Sergeant Jabari Wright. In the Army, I was trained as a combat lifesaver. In 2012, had an accident and became paralyzed. I was used to working in healthcare and how am I supposed to help people and I'm in a wheelchair now. It really severely impacted my confidence. Jim Arndt, PAVE program, Paralyzed Veterans of America. PAVE helps veterans rebuild lives with valuable careers. We assess the skills, build the resumes, and help with the interviewing skills to be able to find a career that our veterans are looking for. PBA took what I was doing in the military and helped me translate that to meaningful employment in the civilian sector. Hooking up with them helped to empower me. PAVE really concentrates on the one-on-one relationships. Unlike other programs that measure success by placements alone, PAVE places greater emphasis on quality jobs and continued support. Our Partner for Life guarantee. To learn more, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Roof, roof? You know what that sound is. That's Rufus the Roofing Dog from Lifetime Roofing and Renovation. They're former insurance adjusters. They will fly a drone over your house to check to see if you've had any hail damage. Heck, 
They'll get up there and tell you themselves. They have an office in Webster Groves, and they're looking to help you out. Lifetime Roofing and Renovation, 314-800-0426. Give them a call. Find them online at LifetimeSTL.com. The government thinks three letters are bad. So bad, in fact, we won't even mention them. They even think that we've been waiting on them to tell us what works and what doesn't. Fine, we'll play your game. Look, friends, our fans have given us countless anecdotal testimonies of how Missouri Medical Cannabis Company's hemp oil is helping them and their pets. Now, we wouldn't be so forward as to say this oil that has been used for a couple thousand years for a smorgasbord of ailments and applications has any positive effect on your health or well-being. But we will tell you, it's a neat oil to have around the house. We personally think it makes your pet's food taste better. And if your pet's food tastes better, they're going to be happier and generally more playful. Come think of it, it probably makes your food taste better. May as well see if it makes you happier and more playful. Life's too short to worry about what a group of unelected bureaucrats think about you or your habits. Go to MoMedCanCo.com and try out this delicious oil. It might make things better. And by might, I mean it probably will, but we aren't crazy enough to say that. If you just want to taste it and try it out, enter HOSO at checkout, and you're going to get 15% off everything site-wide. Just a reminder, this hemp oil was rumored to have all kinds of benefits before Mitch McConnell saved us from something we didn't need saved from. Thanks, Mitch. MoMedCanCo.com. 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 Technology has evolved so quickly that the people running capitalism from the top no longer understand the tools that are necessary for it. They have to pay guys with ponytails and and piercings to turn on the machines every morning. And that must be very terrifying to them. Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU with your hosts, Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Oh, yeah. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Miss Integrity. I admit Integrity was not in the building tonight, but his voice sure was not in the building. He's got a show tonight. I know. He's so he's much better. He's a big deal, man. It's stupid. I he's hate it, totally man. a big deal. You, uh... We like movies. So do we. You like internet. So do we. It's the streaming picks of the week. It's the streaming days of the week. And Hulu, too. It's the streaming picks of the week. We, we like, like the, the internet, internet, too. What are you watching? God, I've been all over the office, but everybody knows I'm a big office guy. Oh, it was just a very, very like good portion of my life when that first came out. Oh, that's terrible. Seth, get out of the room. Um, I did watch a little bit of the uh, Trigger Warning with Killer Mike. Saw a little bit of it myself. Very interesting show. I like it. I like it too. I Killer like Mike it. Is, is a, he's an awesome dude. Well, who he's was he before Run the Jewels? Was he in a? But he's he had a solo career as Killer Mike. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure if he was part of the. Uh, he's an articulate. Atlanta. He's an articulate dude. He's yeah. He's, he's from Atlanta yeah, for sure. You hear me talk. Where's in Texas? Um, but uh, you know, I I kind of think that. Um, he and I probably don't see eye to eye on a bunch of political stuff, but his show is captivating. He's a Bernie I, guy. I love the perspective that he that he yes. gives. Yep. It's yep. really yep. interesting. Yep. Yep. The yep. one the one that I saw, um, he's talking about. I can go and buy a Hell's Angels T shirt 
Yeah. They've got legitimate streams of revenue. But nobody talks about the, you Crips. can't go buy a Crip t shirt. Soda. So they start Crip Cola. <laughs> and he's got these gangbangers going into a, you know, into a, a, marketing a, firm a, a bank. A bank <laughs> trying to get a loan. <laughs> So uh, no, yeah, it, it was. That's the only one I saw. Was it? Have you have you gotten? I watched that. It? He tries to keep his dollar into the black economy. Okay, he tries to do that, and he's like, I can't use a cell phone. And it's funny because uh, the cell phone guy, his name's Mike Figures, and he's like, that's a joke, right? With his last name, he's like, no, that's a guy who's really his name. So he said it's tough because actually before. Uh, you know, when we had desegregation, um, he said that the community was more uh, – the black dollar stayed within the black community longer. And they showed a graph with, like, the Asian community keeps their dollar in their community for so long. The Jewish community keeps their really? dollar in there for so long. The white community and the black community is like an average of six hours they keep their money in the system. So he was going to try to keep his money in the system. Went to a strip club. An Asian stripper comes over. He's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I appreciate you. But I'm, I'm I'm all black this week, lady. I'm only <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. It was great. It was great. And he does. He brings a great perspective. He's fun, you know, because he's kind of living on the edge a little bit, but he has such a great – he's charismatic, so it makes everything he is. really cool. You know, he's, he's quite the order. He's, you know, um, he's passionate, politically, very politically yeah. active. Um, the Jules has a lot of – He was actually – I believe he was performing in St. Louis the night that the um, – uh, Darren Wilson verdict came really? out. Really? Yeah. And I remember watching that and and just watching him give the speech to the crowd, it really gave me a lot of perspective. Really? Um, it at least, it at least, man, it really pulled me uh, uh, just a couple degrees away from where I'm standing now to just kind of try and look at the bigger picture that. and how it's affecting this community that we're living side by side with and many white people are completely aloof to, right? Um, so... I mean, I, I, the guy is – he's compelling. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Like even if we disagree politically or whatever, like yeah. I, I know that his motivations come from a place of yeah. love and frustration. Yeah, and he's, he's entertaining too. And I, I, I appreciate people that are just – that take it upon themselves to be leaders in their community. So – um, yeah, man, I, I'll have to check it out some more. What I saw was was pretty entertaining. It's uh, it was funny, you know, and and the, and just the 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 idea, the audacious idea of taking a a gang, you know, a, a gang and and turning it so into a funny, legitimate dude. enterprise on a TV show was it, it cracked me up. And uh, the the oh, the second one was great because it was kind of talking about the uh, killing dreams. Like when I was mentioning that with you earlier, he goes into a school and kind of does the same thing. His kid's like, I'm going to be president. He's like, you're not going to be president. Here's a hammer. I'm going to teach you how to use this thing. And he's very much into the trades, very into the trades. And I was like, okay. Because I hear that all the time. My my dad's always like, hey, college ain't for everybody, bud. Like, you know, I know you're smart and stuff. But he goes, if you learn drywall. Then you'll always have work and then doing travel. He wasn't lying. He wasn't. He wasn't. He Good wasn't man. lying. I love you, Dad. I watched. Uh, I flipped past it a few times. What you got? And what I, you remember, got I remember it coming oh, down. Oh God! I remember it coming down, or when it happened. But oh, God. but uh, fire, the greatest party that never happened. <laughs> this was bizarre. <laughs> Dude, absolutely bizarre. I had no idea that Ja Rule was uh, associated with this. Like, he was half partner in this thing. And there's, like, these, this guy's talking about it. There's 
it opened my eyes to this whole other economy that's happening with social media and social media influencers and these uh, uh, consult- consulting firms that are like they are a go between between these big events yeah. and these influencers. They paid Kendall Jenner two hundred fifty grand to just to send out an Instagram about this fire festival, and the whole idea was is it was going to be like the most opulent party on Pablo Escobar's island. How cool was it models, that uh, in the movie Blow, Norman's, Norman's K, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's where they end up. For sure. Up. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought it. that was awesome. And they said, don't put Pablo Escobar in it. And they showed him that video, the promo video, and they're like, come party on Pablo's private First island. sentence. First thing out, and they go, can't do it here One anymore. day later, kick him off the island. How beautiful are, are, is the Bahamas, though, all those little gorgeous. islands? The like, water. someone needs to go develop those right it's now. Let's do it. Yeah, let's go. And they're like, we don't have Wi-Fi. But you even hear the Bahamians talking about how, like, the guy was like, we were excited because yeah. how come nobody's brought something like this down here? Th- this thing, like they yeah. were charging two hundred and fifty grand for some tickets, VIP, VIP experience, villas on the <gasps> beach. They sold this super extravagant party. Spoiler alert! <laughs> no, they get to this in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, they do. They get to this in five minutes, and everything like, and people are like, they're either. Idiots that have no idea what they're doing or they're the smartest people in the room and we can't figure it out. And hilarity. Well, hilarity and just pandemonium, really. Like, it gets crazy. And from what I understand, now I just watched this one. There is another one told told from a different perspective on Hulu. Yeah, I need to watch it. I have to go back and check because uh, a few people were saying festival. that they actually preferred the one on Hulu. <laughs> ja Rule is such a nut, too. Like, yeah. Oh, I go. He's giving that speech. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was just They're like John Rule. Stop singing that it in the boardroom. I was I was blown away. What you what they could do with by buying influence? Like if you have a you know some million dollars in the bank. Where would I be without you? <laughs> I think you found out. <laughs> but I mean, they sold they they. They Ten sold, grand was the cheapest ticket, wasn't it? They sold ninety five percent of their ticket a lot in twenty four hours. And their branding was an orange, like just uh, an orange tiger, just a just a square orange box <laughs> that was kind of like shaded. And all of the they had all of these supermodels. Oh my Instagram god! It. it it was kind of a grotesque mirror to oh, the was. to the under. It's a Black Mirror episode America. if I've ever seen one, and it happened oh, in real wow. life. Wow, it is kind of a absolutely black like they're like, well, we're just going to sell it and we'll figure out how to put it together. It gets wild because they, you know, you, you, uh, we dream about throwing a festival and the, the logistics that go into oh. it'd be like if Craig and I were like, you want to throw a festival in, in, uh, on an island? Listen, man? we're capping the Hoosier Cotillion this year at fifty people no. because we are <laughs> yeah, not going not to deal with anything. It's not going to be a fire like festival. They did in fire festival. So you look out for the Hoosier Cotillion okay. tickets and get them early because they're going to sell out and that's all it's going. Okay, I'm infamous for asking uh, August Bush AB uh, AB five. About be a pauper's life, and it really lets you know that we have lived a pauper's life for real. Uh, well, and uh, uh, you know, a thousand bucks seems like a big deal to me, right? Like someone gave me ten grand, changed my whole, changed the Elgin's outlook for years to come, and you see this whole other economy going on where people are putting two hundred thousand dollars on a credit card because someone wrote them an email. That said, you're not going to be able to it's use a cash, real cash. It's a cash free deal. You're going to wear a bracelet that's got all your yeah, credit. bracelet's going to have two hundred grand on it. And they got a couple million in the first round of emails. Watch it. People have money. 
Oh, big grotesque big money out there. amounts of money. Big like, big money they poop on $1,000 bills and light them on fire afterwards. What? Exactly. <laughs> no, it, that's a great pick. It was, man. uh, it was, I, I, I've been, uh, I haven't watched a whole lot this week, but I got into that one. I did watch an episode of that Killer Mike, which was awesome. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely worth, worth the watch. It was, I, I, these Netflix documentaries. Are unbelievable. Like the the entertainment value in them, I I, I love it. Like if I, I'm always, if I'm, well, what's on Netflix? The first thing I go to is like the documentary. I get burnt out sometimes I, though. Sometimes you I gotta watch yeah. a movie. Sure, I gotta sure. go back and I gotta watch a nice film. You know I think I mean? the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus is on Netflix right now. A little shadow pick if I could really? throw one in there. I, I, you know what? I've been watching so much stuff. I'm rewatching The Office, which I just – I love The Office, guys. I'm sorry. Have you seen The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus? No, I have never seen that, and I wouldn't mind. It was Heath Ledger's last movie. Oh, really? He died during the filming of it. And so the way that they wrote it, they wrote Johnny Depp and um, uh, Colin Farrell in to finish his role. It's awesome. You got to check it out. It takes place like turn of the century, 1900s, you know, and it's like this traveling little caravan. And it's this mystic who's like thousands of years old and he's sitting there just meditating and the people pay and they they go through the mirror. And it's it's the imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, who's the guy that's and he basically makes all their wildest dreams come true as they pass through this mirror. The imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, if you haven't watched it, it's super psychedelic. It is. It's a little dark. It's very macabre, like, you know. I like that. I like that word. Uh, yeah, like you know, early nineteen hundreds. I England. remember seeing previous Tom it. Waits plays. Mm, Tom Waits is really? such a good character. Is it on Netflix? This. I think it is on there right now. If okay. not, I'll put it on the Plex. <laughs> um, no, I was watching Conan without Borders too. I don't know if you've checked that out, but I have. You know, Conan's been irrelevant for me kind of for years, and I thought Conan was the, the best. best. Me too. I laughed. I've laughed as hard as I've ever laughed. I got kicked out of my my buddy. Conan's got chops. Dude. Shout out to Kevin Benson again. Um, hey, by the way, Kevin Benson yeah, donated ten tickets to from Shock to All. We had all changed some lives, buddy. We had a lot of veterans there because he just stepped up and said, "Hey, love what you guys are doing. Want to help out a little bit?" Pulled in a few randos off the street too, Kev. Good job, just Good for job. you, buddy. Um, but we got kicked out of. Uh, we were in his mom's room watching Conan O'Brien, and he made a joke where he's there was a kid doing the limbo. And they said, oh, this is a picture of high winds in Minnesota. And it looked like the kid was being blown down by wind. <laughs> we died. And his mom's like, get out of here, because we were laughing so hard. So I've always had this soft spot for Conan O'Brien. And in this show, he goes, he went to Cuba, he went to Haiti, and he just goes and talks to the people. And he is the best man on the street guy I think that's ever been. Him or Billy Eichner. Billy, Billy on the street, but he's his own guy. He's a totally different man on the street. Have you seen Conan when he had Hunter S. Thompson? They went to the gun range. Oh, I I think I have. I can't <laughs> check call that out because okay. he and Hunter S. Thompson are pounding whiskey and shooting machine guns, and Hunter S. Thompson's a madman. And like um, his the schedule, fear, the fear that is in Conan's eyes the whole time is it's worth. I will it. watch. You got to check that out. Go. I'm going to watch so it now. Good. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, Seth, you watching anything? I figured you'd have some kind of stupid drop to play. Um, do we want to touch on the Covington Catholic thing? What I want, yeah, we can. Oh, but what I want to yeah. touch on, me? real quick. <laughs> what I want to oh, touch on, do it. Okay, this is, is the company that made this second hour. Oh, possible. good call, man. And that's Lifetime Roofing. Roof, roof. They have uh, they helped out so much with Mick and Rachel with our community. Always, they're always looking at, at hey, how can we help out? 
I'm telling you, I sent somebody there the other day. They were looking for some uh, one of our one of our fans looking for some gutters, some fascia, get it all fixed up. They didn't know. Lifetime Roofing not only is the best roofing outfit in the game. They do exterior work, guys. You need some siding work done? Give them a shout. You got a little leak? All this snow's melting away. You see any spots coming up on your ceiling? You might have a little leak. They will get up there. They will check it out. They will let you know if you need it. They'll let you know if insurance will pay for it. Yep. They know how to speak the language with the insurance companies. They're made up of former insurance adjusters. Yep. They know how to do it. Just Google them. Listen, they're good people. That's the the main thing about them. I mean, anybody can really kind of do a roof. You know, like that's kind of a it's kind of part of the deal. Well, how they separate themselves as being great people. I just heard that there's a run of gutter from one of the owners who used to work at a different company, and the other company had the run of gutters put on, but he was in charge of the job, so they contacted him. Well, he knows the other company is a bunch of jackals, and they're not going to do it. They're like, no, 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 we don't. You know, we're not going to deal with it. So I'm sure he's going to end up taking care of it because that's just the type of guy he is with people who, you know, they're always trying to help the people that maybe need it the most, and they're not looking at it with that, Total bottom line mentality. Sure. And that's why I love them. I love so them too. Much. How can we give back to the community while also providing a top notch service? Yep. yep, that's it. Them, them James, James Carlton, Missouri Medical Cannabis Company, our guys at Parlor STL and Tower Classic, people that are invested in this community first. Yeah. Fixing home, making it a better place, making this all possible. Not afraid to have a couple of bobos like yeah. us, yeah. you know. Tell some jokes while we talk about the heavy stuff. There's not a lot of, you know, it's not, they, they also realize that it's not uh, the things we talk about on Orthodox, but it's important. Yeah, it and is. it needs to meet, you know, uh, the right people will hear it at the right time, and they are happy to be a part of that. Yep. I'm forever grateful to all of our sponsors. Uh, you talk about Covington? I, I, I think we both, we've talked about it so much, you know, everybody's talked about it so much that it can kind of lead us with a good little lesson to learn, you know, kind of here at the end of the show. Uh, a, I just thought it was so. Strange, the whole thing. Just a so. boy staring uh, an elder, elder uh, Native American man who's pounding an, an, a, a drum. drum on the in, in Washington D.C. somewhere, yeah. and they're kind of having like this stare down. And then the whole video comes out. And then you see it's kind Skin of that smoke wagon and see what happens. It's <laughs> it's spurred on by these guys who are speaking Wachutu and shouting "White Devil, White Devil" to these people. Yeah. And then you see these idiot kids. One of them busts his shirt off. Listen, I went to CBC. Okay, I got it. It's like I'm gonna do this. CBC. What's CBC? What's that spell? CBC. Upside down. CBC. You know, we would have probably done something so dumb like that too. So many dumb things. Again, I think it was a tool to divide us and yeah. to take sides we gotta start seeing through that everybody okay we're all on this big old rocky ball together and we can get along with each other we can disagree with certain things and still love each other it's okay you guys got time to take a quick phone call sure you, i you guess have somebody on line one if you want to oh, alex this. jones uh, I didn't want to spoil it for you. Oh, Jesus. Man, I'm telling you, folks, I don't know exactly what's going on, but it's bad. It is bad news. And then I've got to sit there and watch weirdos on arrogant power trips on MSNBC lie about myself and others like they're winning, attacking me, because they get to be on TV and prance around and show off to poor people at TV stations and, you know, be cool and be to the DNC and RNC around a bunch of sellout Muppets. Don't you want to learn what they're doing, the mysteries? The Don't mysteries. you want to find out who's really running all this stuff? No, no, no. I, I don't want to do that. I, just take the red pill, people! 
gay frogs. Yeah. It's a chimera. He's fired up. He's fired up. But you know what? He's public enemy number one. He's just really got a target on his back. Listen, the whole Covington thing, if anything, I if we're are we learning our lesson? Are we learning our lesson? So Craig, like this stuff comes out. It's really easy to film a perspective a million different ways. Do you need to be the first person that forms an opinion on it? You think you want to get a couple more things, maybe just in your in your tool belt first before you take best. it on. First is the Can best. Can we just punt that the, <laughs> that that ideology into the sun and just sit three days with a little bit of nuance and look at? Okay, this is goofy. I gotta say. That kid handled it probably way better than I would have. At 16 years old, I was the worst human being alive. And if some guy was in my face banging a drum, I would have given him a forearm shiver. I'd have slept that dude in a heartbeat. All right? And like... But I also like to think in, in two thousand <laughs> that meme would have been a lot different in the year two thousand. Smokes, on yeah, an yeah, elder, just Native disrespectful elder. kid lays out geriatric man, geriatric elder. You know, like I no, I and I'm not I'm not painting anybody out to be right or wrong or anything. But it was just they like it was bizarre over the over the course of three days. Like how much that story was evolving, how much the sides were digging in, and I'm like sitting here like. Let's love each other, baby. You guys know that these are dumb teenage kids, yeah. right? Uh, dumb teenage kids. And, and that guy's a savage. He's got no brain in his head, right? I don't know. I don't. Native should go American ahead and savages. Is that how that works? Oh, I was just saying that's oh. how people think, not me. I love Native Americans. <laughs> that's the old school way. No, but there's, there, you know, people have the right to 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 assemble to to protest. Being a growing up in Catholic school, they certainly uh, they had those March for Lives all the time. Remember, you oh, yeah. raised the little. Coins oh, for the yeah, mission oh, trip yeah. and everything. Oh. I mean, I, it, it, I didn't find it odd that those kids were there. I also don't find it odd that a bunch of 16-year-old no. kids that are just like, oh, you're going to stand up to him. You're going to be tough. I'm the new, I'm the new alpha. I'm the new alpha. And meanwhile, there's, you know, there's these adults Stupid. there that are just feeding into it. And that would have been silly in and of itself. But then... 10 billion people decided to join in on this goofy little shout fest on social media. Listen, getting the news out first, though, is like, I saw that band before they were I cool. Guess, it's man, that, like, that same mentality, baby. It's the worst form of hipster ever. We're Focus learning. on love, baby. We got the news. This is cool. a growing pain. This yeah. is a growing, a growing pain, pain of, of, having, of, of being able to instantly communicate with people on the other side of the Spread globe. love. Spread joy. That's we get to choose how we use the tool. You're going to choose good, you're going to choose bad. I am. Craig. Are you a fly a or are you a honeybee? You feed oh. off a of crap, you feed off a of love, you feed off a of honey. Sometimes I'm a maggot. Where you at? You're a little maggot. Sometimes little maggot. I'm a maggot. Guys, I want to thank uh, our sponsors again, Canco.com. Enter HOSO at checkout. H-O-S-O. You'll get 15% off everything site-wide. James Carlton State Farm. You made the first hour possible. God, he's so awesome. We had a lot of fun in the first hour. We recapped Shoot, From Shock too. to Awe. All of you guys that came out to From Shock to Awe, thank you so much. We love you guys. Share that movie. Share your experience with people and, and, and talk to people about what you witnessed because share. there were 100 people that were inspired by the courage of two, not just two veterans, but their wives. Their wives, baby. Their wives. Woo! We don't think about these people that are suffering from severe Warriors. trauma and how it affects the people that 
chose their kids. them, that chose them, that chose them for life, and they choose to stay by them through all of that, and how that might be causing trauma. PTSD from PTSD? Yes. To see veterans coming together, to see first responders came out there. There was a lot of firefighters, yeah, EMTs. That was awesome. Um, and just all the random people that, that not only make up the sophisticated Hoosiers page, but also the, the people that saw the ad and were compelled to come and see what this was all about. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for coming out. I want to thank Lifetime Roofing for the second hour. Roof, roof. And Tower Classic Tattooing and Parlor STL on the Grove for the phone Hanger lines day. that Todd Segal called in, gave our friend Jen Kors a talk. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to have a Hoosier Tattoo Day. It looks like right now in the polls on, on Sophisticated Hoosiers page. Uh, one of the Sundays in February, it's looking like February 24th is the winner. Guys, thank you for joining us. We love you. We'll catch you next week. This is Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU 920 AM. Be well.